Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. Did I cut you off? No. Oh. You just took a longer time to start than I expected. I was yawning. And so I was. I just got confused for a second. I was like, it's not me. It's definitely you this time. And I had to sniff because I always feel like I have boogers right now until I get used to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Eh. <coughs> Don't get a septum. Mm, I like it. Okay, good. Can't wait till it heals so I can gauge it. <laughs> <laughs> double zero. Oh my god, you're gonna go for it. Plug. <laughs> double zero. I'm gonna zero. get the plate in my lip. That's crazy. No, I'm going up one gauge though. That's understandable. Yeah, so yeah, you'll hear me sniffing because it always feels like something's like right there. Because there is something always right there. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it feels like there's something I can sniff away though, and there's not. So I was gonna tell you about that. That, that uh, streamer Doug Doug I don't know who this is you've so, talked about them a few times yeah he does streams and uh he does coding yes and like he'll be writing code on the fly mm-hmm. and like one of them they were doing he uh he wanted to do a short stream on Twitch and he said look I got, guys I don't have a lot of time but I want to do a little short stream you know I got a lot of shit I gotta do today so what we're going to do is I can beat Super Mario World in 15 minutes flat. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to give everybody in the Twitch channel control of Mario, and we're going to compete. If you guys can beat one level before I beat the whole game. So there was like however many people were in chat all trying to control the character at once on the one screen. Yeah. And like it got right to the finish line, and then somebody pushed left and ran away from the finish line and killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> But they kept changing it and trying to make it more difficult, even though he was already losing. Like one point it was like both screens were at 50% over capacity overlapping, so you couldn't tell which Mario was which. I love it. He's like, damn, I got to get off the level you guys are on so I can see who I am. <laughs> but then another point, they're like, he lets them say what they want to do. Yeah. And then he'd be like, okay, we need a five minute coding break. And you see him coding stuff. And he coded it so both their screens were bouncing around like the DVD. Logo. Oh, the logo, yeah. And then if it hit the corner perfectly, the other person's screen would speed up. <laughs> but as he was coding it, and they were like trying to get it to hit the corners, yeah. someone chimed in in the chat. And they're like, hey, Doug, is competitive edging against the terms of service? Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> and he, he was like dying laughing. And I just thought about the whole idea of competitive edging. Have you just cracking up? Competitive edging. How long can you last? I can edge for months. It's like, it was oh, just, no. It was just hilarious. It's so fucking funny. And apparently like he had one where he wrote AI to reply to his emails because it gets too many. That's so. And he let them add characteristics to the AI. <laughs> and one was like it randomly gets explosive diarrhea because it drinks too much coffee so it screams out a bunch of vowels every time it like shits its pants oh boy so when it was replying to the email it was typing out the vowels but uh something i saw interesting in one of the emails he got though was um someone said they wanted to start doing a twitch stream kind of like him right so they're trying to learn c plus plus okay and they're like they're like you know is there any pointers you can give me they said they were going to ask him for pointers. And then they realized every code he writes, he puts for free online. Mm -hmm. It's open source. I'm like, that's kind of ballsy. 
You think so? Because if some other streamer shows up that's, say, more uh, charismatic, yeah, can just use his code. But at the same time, all all the code he makes, he does online, doesn't yeah, he? He does all fly. streaming. Yeah, so, so it's, he it's can not... just rewrite new stuff all the time. And well, if they just, can't code... Well, not just that. I'm just saying if it's not open source anyways, you can just watch what he's doing and then copy what he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he puts so it all, I guess he puts it all open source. Like a lot of this, not probably not all of it, but like some of the main things he does. Mm-hmm. So, I was sick last week. Yes, you were. So you lied to everybody. What do you mean? Because the last time we recorded, you said, we are back on regularly scheduled program. Oh, yeah. That's not, hold on a second. I can rig this. Make you a liar anytime I want. I didn't lie. You shut your whore mouth and I deal thought, with it. I thought truly that we were back on a regular schedule. Then you were like, actually, fuck you. I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, I was sick. Okay, that's kind of fucking crazy. And you also didn't reply, so I didn't have shit written anyway. Yeah, but I made up for that. We all, we've already talked about Nate's uh, text etiquette. I'm good. Message him on Monday, ask what we should write about. He replies on Wednesday. Yeah. When I have no time to do anything. But hey, I came up with an idea and I was like, hey, (laughs) I'll do it. It's fine. You don't have to write a story. I'll do it. I came up with an idea. Well, that's what I told you. I'm like, look, I don't have time to write shit. That's why I asked you on Monday. But if you have something, we can go. Listen, if I never respond to you right away and you don't hit me up later that day, um, I'll block you. Don't think I won't. That would be hilarious. You. I'll block you. Especially if you're like at work. That's fine. Or with your lady friend and random dick pics start showing. Oh my God. If you ever tell me you're going on a date, I am going to bomb your phone with dick pics um, and make her question you. And that's why I tell you nothing. <laughs> uh, if you sent it to my phone while I was at work, it wouldn't make any difference because I can't have my phone at work. So. No, but like if you're on a date or something, even if you don't pick up your phone, the little picture will pop up on your watch over and over. Oh, fuck. I would. I had that happen at work. (laughs) What do you mean you had that happen at work? Why did that happen at work? Who's sending you dick pics? Nobody. Someone I was dating sent a risky picture. Oh, (laughs) and it popped up on your watch? Yeah, and I I didn't expect it, so I'm just like, (laughs) nobody saw it, but I covered my wrist real fast. Like, what happened, Chris? Uh, Mosquito. It wasn't like full nudity or anything. Right. But still, you know, Risky. it's their person, you know, their privacy. It literally probably was their privacy. <laughs> so I, I, I'm like sitting in the truck at work and all of a sudden my wrist vibrates and I look over. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> huh? No, stop. Then Please. I discreetly opened my phone to see the picture better. I, yeah, that seems about right. Fuck it. All right. It. So we're doing, we did one of these before. We did. We did. Hero Brian? I believe so. So now we've got two more cursed game stories. Except we're not going to cover them both. <laughs> and then we're going to have some competitive hedging. And then we're going to get do some. Stop bringing up the jar. Look at it. Look at it now. Oh. I want to look at the oh, jar. Look at that. <laughs> Why haven't you thrown that out yet? Because I'm going to leave it here. It's That's part of the show now. Uh... It's another mascot like our little chupacabra. Yeah, we need a nope, coal peddler mascot. That's what we need. A charcoal peddler. <laughs> oh man, I should go to Fiverr and pay someone a three D model. A <laughs> charcoal peddler. Yes. <laughs> hey, I need you to give me a charcoal peddler. That's with... what we should do if we ever start getting fan mail. We'll just send lumps of coal to people. 
charcoal specifically. Yes. Yeah. That would be funny. It would. Random, <laughs> randomly. We wouldn't even tell him. All the fucking things, though, to peddle charcoal. Well, like, reply to him normally, then, like, three days later, a little tiny box shows up from us with a piece of charcoal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're going to... We got, um... Haunted games. Although, you know, it is modern times. He could have moved on to briquettes. Briquettes? Yeah, those little square ones you buy at the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody really uses coal anymore, but they do use briquettes. That, well, people still use coal. Not straight up rocks of coal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not but, people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not people, people. Industries still use rocks. I didn't realize he had his head kind of tilted. He's always been up on the I, I I do want to mind you, he wasn't a coal peddler. He was a charcoal peddler. Yeah. So that makes it even more, like, obsolete. Yeah, it's true. It's like, I've got coal. It's like, some people still use that. And then there's like, I got charcoal. It's like, why the fuck do you have charcoal? Well, the bag says charcoal of the briquettes. See? <laughs> right. Maybe I think he, some. I think maybe some, that's him. You know what he does now? Art. He used charcoal to do art, charcoal pens and such. I've talked to him. Oh, yeah, have you? Yes. How is he doing? He does murals and scat. That's unfortunate. Usually, he was explaining it to me, and, like, what he does (laughs) Uh is he puts a giant canvas on the floor, Uh and he has kind of, like, a giant swing, and he just eats a bunch of stuff, so he gets, like, diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, and then you and then he just jumps some and swings over it as he shits. Yeah, and it's kind of like splatter. Does the momentum pull it out of him quicker? Sometimes he said. He oh. said if it's a particularly chunky lump. Huh. Huh. Anyways, it's also how he got divorced. Hey, Chris. She walked in on him and chunk hit her in the head. It just ended it. Hey, Chris. What? So we're gonna. I'm gonna. Con- I'm gonna start with my story. <laughs> Okay. But I also want to uh, start off with thing, saying, how much do you know about Majora's Mask? Uh, I played it and beat it. You've played it and beat it. So yes. you, you know the game. Yes. Okay. That's the one with the creepy moon. Yes. It's the Legend of Zelda game. That's also the one that had the, I believe it was the one with the... You got this. No, I'm trying to think. Was it Majora's Mask or was it um, Ocarina of Time? One of them had a water temple. It was like Temple 3 or 4. Maybe five. I don't know if I can remember the number. But it was a fucking nightmare. Um, Ocarina of Time. Because you'd like run to the temple and you couldn't find out where the hell to go. Then eventually you figured out you had to fall off the platform and swim under it to actually get into the real temple. Yes. <laughs> that was Ocarina? That was Ocarina of Time. I remember. If it's what I think you're talking about. Because I'm trying to think. There wasn't a water temple in Majora's Mask. I don't know. It's been a no, long time. Yeah. There was a water temple in Majora's Mask, which was also a pain in the ass. Those, but... were, those were the games I think I told you when, like, my friend let me borrow his GameCube to play them. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone called my house or my apartment, and I just picked up the phone, and, then, and I'm like, can't talk now, saving Hy- Hyrule, and I just hung up the phone. <laughs> That's like all I did. So you weren't playing Majora's Mask at the time? Whatever one was on N64. No, I'm, they both were. Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time were both N64. Yeah. but No, King GameCube. Sorry. Then that's like three of them. Yeah, I don't know. I was playing one of them, and I just said that and hung up the phone. But Majora's Mask doesn't take place in Hyrule. It didn't matter. I didn't even know who was on the phone. <laughs> I just picked it up, said that, and hung up the phone. 
Fair enough. This is like no caller ID and shit, so I had no idea who the fuck was calling. <laughs> Could have been a parent telling me they were dying. I don't know. I was in the middle of a game. Anyways, um, so you know what Majora's Mask is. Do you know the story of Ben Drowned? Uh, I know the name, and like I remember hearing parts from my son, but that's about it. Okay. Um, like parts of a premise, and I do not remember any of it. Okay. So I'm going to be talking about Ben Drowned. This is a very, very, very long story. Yeah, so we, we might not even make it through the whole story today. Um, Unless you're going to be skipping Oh around. No, I won't be skipping around. We're going to read the direct story then. I'm going to read the direct story, okay. all the posts. Yeah, because that's what mine is. So how about this? We will start. So there's three. there's five posts. We'll start from post one and work our way down like normal and if you know, i post three or four it gets to be too long we'll leave it on a cliffhanger that sounds good you know what i want yes you ever watch prices right yeah remember that he had the little microphone on the long stick yes i want one of them for the podcast you're gonna hate it no immediately i can like talk into it and i can reach over and jam it up your fucking nose and my whack nose. You with it and shit. how big is my fucking nostril massive Okay. Sure. I had a friend that did that to someone. <laughs> what? They were sitting in class. No, 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 not that. I just oh. happened to read something on this. So I'm reading from a creepypasta wiki page because that's realistically the... I can try and find the original post, but it's a lot easier just to do it on one page. Um, and I see in big red letters, note, do not post clever bot conversations in this discussion area or anywhere else on the wiki. Doing so will result in a ban. <laughs> That's weird. Why is that a thing that they have to Oh, oh, this just, just brought up an interesting thing. Okay. Well, first let me finish that story. So they were in like, uh, BOCES. Uh, I don't know if you have that down here. We, I don't think we do have BOCES, but I, I do know what it is. Yeah. You basically learn a trade while in high school. Yeah. Well, my friends are doing carpentry and they were in on a break and they were in a computer room mm -hmm. and my friend Larry was sitting next to my friend Rich who was on the computer and Larry always had gum. Right. And he took the foil off the stick of gum and he rolled it into a ball and he straightened out a paper clip and put it on the end of the paper clip and while Rich was like focused on the computer, he reached over and just jammed it right up his fucking nose. Ow. And left the gum wrapper up in his sinus cavity. Ow. <laughs> yeah, we were fucked up. That would fucking hurt. Um, so there was this thing I saw, this college. I feel like this is illegal. <laughs> this college mm -hmm. has a project they're doing. And what it is, is they're writing this code and then they will release it to all the AI art things, and it will just start corrupting them all so they make nothing. How's that illegal? Because you're kind of like creating a virus to destroy somebody else's work. Because mm. you know how like with AI art, people can make models? Yeah. It's going to go in and destroy models. Like it'll corrupt, say, one in every 1,000 pictures, so it fucks up what you're trying to do from a trained model. It will no longer be trained. I don't and know like, the legality behind it. But also, this why? Um, there, I get it. You don't. Some people like. There's even, a large amount of people who don't like AI art. Well, here's and the implications thing. behind it. I do AI art stuff. Yeah. But I do not consider it art. I 
like I mean I consider the pictures pictures, but I don't consider myself an artist because I can type some words. Right. Because I can paint and do photography and all the other shit. That I consider being an artist. Right. But when the art becomes undifferentiated, like when you can't differentiate between AI art and human art. But that's called progress and progression. It is. It is. It's like when music became like industrial and electronic. You didn't see somebody run out on stage with a sledgehammer and smash the fucking equipment. No, but people did say it wasn't art. Still. People to this day still say electronic I don't, music I, isn't I think art. It, I think if you're writing a malicious code, well, technically writing malicious code to destroy something of someone else's is a virus and it's illegal. I, I don't know if virus Especially if you're going to dump illegal. it on. Yeah. If you're going to dump it onto a server to fuck up someone else's stuff, it's illegal. I mean, breaking somebody's property is illegal. I don't. I just think it's a shitty thing. No, I you don't I, have to like it. Don't look at it. Don't get involved in the scene. Don't. <clears throat> I don't think it's cool. But I'm very curious to see what the legality is. What what specifically? I'm pretty sure it's illegal. They're right. It's a, at least it's a malicious code to destroy something. Maybe. Probably. Okay, so now we can get your story. I'm just curious about that. Um, but it, it it is progress, but there is also there's always people that resist progress. When it's yeah, but it's not just the resisting progress; it's the fact that it's it is literally. Why would you take your time and money and invest it into somebody who's creating their own art when you can just get some random AI bot to create you the same exact art? I don't see a problem with that. That's your personal choice. <laughs> say you want to say you write a book and you want to make the cover. You don't want to pay yeah. someone else and get their artwork. Mm-hmm. So you can go and make it. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem with that because people are still going to go to the actual artist and pay him. Uh, maybe some people can't afford it. A lot less people will go to well, the yeah, actual artist. But that's part of how art works. There's ups and downs in it. That's true. That's the whole, I mean, there's the reason it's called being a starving artist. So you think it's okay for large corporations then just to do that instead of using artists? If that's what they want to do. I mean, that'll, that'll take away hundreds of jobs, if not thousands. If that's what they want to do. Okay. I mean... I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just no, saying it, it, it will affect the community as a whole. It, yeah. Artists will no longer be a thing. No. Artists will People no longer be, be a monetary, artists. not as not not that much. I think I think they will. I don't. I, don't, I think it'll affect it a bit, but I don't think it'll be as detrimental think, as people think. I think it will affect it heavily, just not as to the extent what most artists think. Well, I mean, I can see, I can see both sides of the coin. Like, say you wrote a book and you put like everything you have into the book, mm-hmm. and then you want to do the cover, but you suck at art. Because you want it to be 100% you doing it. Yeah. So you go to AI. Yeah. If you pay somebody on Fiverr, which is fine, if that's what you want to do, but then now their art is portraying what you put all your heart and effort into. Yeah. So some people might not want to, and some people will, and some people, you know. Yeah. There's arguments for both. I can definitely... Uh, I just don't think anybody should have the right to just destroy it because I no. don't like it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost like the cancel culture shit. Yeah. I don't like this, so nobody can use it. Okay. Or, boycott, or boycotting. Yeah. Um. No, I agree. I just want to... 
I just wanted to make the argument that the, these artists have a legitimate reason to not like be worried these and, and yes. be worried, yeah, because it will affect them, yeah, heavily. Um, but it'd be like you know, fucking. I don't believe in abortion, so I'm going to blow up the abortion clinic. Yeah. I don't believe in AI art, so I'm going to blow up a server farm. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Yeah, it is dumb. I do agree, and it's. I'm really surprised that they're saying that they're publicly like, "Yeah, we're making, we're yeah, making." It's code. got a code name and everything. That's so fucking stupid. It's, the code name is like Lunar something. It's some big college too. It's like an Ivy League college, and the like students MIT are, or some shit. Yeah, not MIT, but it's one of the big ones, I believe. And they're making this code that they already said they are going to release to destroy AI. Ah, uh, yes, Art. admitting to crimes. My yes. favorite. Now, take your efforts. And make a code that will destroy AI when AI starts trying to take over. <laughs> That's what we need you to work on. We need a backup plan instead of blocking out the sun like in the Matrix. Anyways. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and start if you're all set and ready, sir. I is. My yeah. story was written by AI. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would it be if you were like, hey, Chad GPT, can you write my story for me? <laughs> Here's the key points. Please make it clear and concise. I was thinking, you, you know how easy it would be to be like, I'm going to do a podcast and it's just going to be AI. And I'd be like, tell a story about Jeffrey Dahmer and explain everything he did and then just push record and walk away. <laughs> no effort on my part. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to happen. It already happens. People have. Uh, did you ever see the um, SpongeBob? No, I mean, like a full podcast. Yeah, did you ever see the SpongeBob AI? No. Somebody made a um, Twitch. I think it was Twitch, uh, a Twitch channel, and all it did was it was AI SpongeBob episodes. So, and it was twenty four seven. It was constantly going. <laughs> so it was like new episodes was, by AI. Yeah. Well, they, did it animate them too? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, if you were gonna do like a podcast, it was terrible animation, but it was animated. It got it got weird. Cause like if you, yeah, I, mean, I can see that it got weird. Cause like if you want to do like a podcast, you can write a program that just picks through a bunch of killers, like goes online, finds a serial killer, checks and sees if he used it before, submits it to the AI, uploads everything for you, and you don't do shit. Yeah, it'll happen eventually, if not already. Yeah. And maybe I should do it first. Good luck. I say go for it. <laughs> Cut that out of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> I should. Whenever I mention shit, somebody does it. Uh, um, yeah, that happens. Mm. Anyways, I'm going to start. Yes. Okay, X, I need your help with this. This is not a copy pasta. This is a long read, but I feel like my safety or well-being could very well depend on this. This video game, this is video game related, specifically Majora's Mask, and this is the creepiest shit that has ever happened to me in my entire life. Having said that, I recently moved into my dorm room uh, starting as a sophomore in college, and a friend of mine gave me his old Nintendo 64 to play. I was stoked, to say the least. I could finally play all of those old games of my youth that I hadn't touched in at least a decade. His Nintendo 64 came with one yellow controller and a rather shoddy copy of Super Smash Bros. And while beggars can't be choosers, needless to say, I didn't, it didn't take long until I became bored with beating up level 9 CPUs. 
that weekend, I decided to drive around a few neighborhoods about 20 minutes off or so of campus, hitting up a local garage sale, hoping to score on some good deals from ignorant parents. I ended up picking up a copy of Pokemon Stadium, GoldenEye, F-Zero, and two other controllers for $2. Satisfied, I began to drive out of the neighborhood. When one last house caught my attention, I still have no idea why it did. There were no cars there, only one table was set up with random junk on it, but something sort of drew me there. I usually trust my gut on these things, so I got out of the car and I was greeted by an old man. His outward appearance was, for the lack of a better word, displeasing. It was odd, if you asked me, to tell you why I thought he was displeasing. I couldn't really pinpoint anything. There was just something about him that put me on edge. I can't explain it. All I can tell you is that if it wasn't in the middle of the afternoon and there weren't other people within shouting distance, I would not have ever thought of approaching this man. I would have screamed, I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. I've yelled at it at work a few times. Help. <laughs> <laughs> he flashed a crooked smile at me and asked what I was looking for, and immediately I noticed that he had had been blind in one eye, uh, his right eye. That glazed over look about it. Poked him in the other one and took something and ran. I poked his other eye out. He didn't need it. You looking at my eye? I forced myself to look into his left eye instead, trying to not offend. Asked him if he had any old video games. I was already wondering how I could politely excuse myself from a situation when he would tell me he had no idea what a video game was. But to my surprise, he said he had a few ones in in an old box. He assured me he'd be back in a jiffy and turned to head back into the garage. As I watched him hobble away, I couldn't but help I couldn't help but notice what he was selling on the table. Littered across the table were rather peculiar paintings, various artworks that looked like ink blots that a psychiatrist might show you. Rorschach test. Yeah. Curious, I looked through them. It was obvious why no one was visiting the guy's garage sale. This is so unbelievable. A college student would have known that that's a Rorschach, not ink blots. You don't know what, what major <laughs> this guy was. He could be an IT major. Why would he need to know what a Rorschach test is? I don't know. Also, do they even use... They don't talk about Rorschach tests that often, I imagine. I don't know if they even use them anymore, do they? Well, no, they don't. As far as I'm aware, they don't use Rorschach tests anymore. I've taken one. You've taken one? Yeah. I haven't. I've taken a polygraph. I haven't. It's a Rorschach test of the soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, where was that? It was obvious why no one was visiting this guy's garage sale. These weren't exactly aesthetically pleasing. As it comes to the last one, for some reason it looked almost like Majora's Mask. The same heart-shaped body with little spikes protruding outwardly. Initially, I just thought that since I was secretly hoping to find that game at these garage sales, some Freudian bullshit was projecting itself into the ink blots. But given the events that happened afterwards, I'm not so sure now. I should have asked the man about it. I wish I would have asked the man about it. I think I'm like kind of remembering some of the story. Yeah? It's a very popular story. It's one of my favorites, so I would not be surprised if you have heard about it. After staring at the Majora's Mask shaped blot, I looked up and the old man was suddenly there again, arm's length in front of me, smiling at me. I'll admit I jumped out of reflex, and I laughed nervously as he handed me a Nintendo 64 cartridge. It was standard gray color, except that 
someone had written Majora on it in black permanent marker. I got butterflies in my stomach as I realized what a coincidence this was and asked him how much he wanted. The old man smiled at me and told me that I could have I could have it for free. Come into the shed with me and you can have this game. You can have it for free. Just come back here for a minute. We're going to do some competitive edging if you win. <laughs> competitive edging. Is that the name of the episode? <laughs> it should be. I haven't done goofy names in a long time. I've read, so I read some of the old, um, like, bios of the videos that we've done. Like the, te- uh, like the descriptions of the videos. The podcast? Mm-hmm. Not, sorry, not the videos. Uh, yeah, I've read some of the descriptions of the podcast episodes and some of the older ones. I'm like, this is so fucking goofy. I know. I don't read these too often, but you go at length in them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I did. We had one where like you were constantly like dying. <laughs> was I? It might have been. Listen- I think it was in Listener Kitten Gets It. <laughs> it was like constantly some stuff about you dying in every episode. <laughs> what was the first episode? Of Listen to the Kitten Gets It? Or was the first episode between us on this one? Arcane no, no, no. Of Listen to the Kitten Gets It was like you were constantly dying. Mm. I was writing things on like Instagram for it. And like when I posted it, it was always like descriptions of you dying somehow. I do remember that. I was trying to remember what the first episode of this was called. Something or... Oh, no, 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 no. Punk Punk's... isn't dead. No, there was something, then or... Oh. Punkus and Dead is just stuck in a 40-year-old or something like that. Yeah. Because that was your addition to the title. Yeah, Punk isn't Dead. It's stuck in a 40-year-old body. Yeah. I, just, I don't even remember what the beginning of it was. It was a two. It was a two-part title. I could try. Like and... the old Rocky and Bullwinkle show. What? It was always like one title or, and then another title. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was an old cartoon. It was and... a moose and a flying squirrel. Oh, what? That's, That's such a what weird... It's such a weird... And the villain was Snidely Whiplash. It's called Intro, a.k.a. Punk's Not That's Dead. It's it, yeah. just stuck in a 40-year-old body. Or it just says a 40-year-old. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> when was this episode? A while ago. August 2020. Yeah, that was a while ago. Almost four years. Yeah, well, that would make sense because I would have been 40. I say almost 44 years, but it's actually like three and a half years. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to go back to my story. I suppose that's all right. I suppose. Anyways. Um, where was I? I got butterflies in my stomach as I realized what a coincidence this was and asked him how much he wanted for it. The old man smiled at me and told me that I could have it for free. That it used to belong to a kid who was about my age that didn't live here anymore. There was something weird about the man's... The, there's something weird about how the man phrased that, but I didn't really pay attention to then. Something weird about the man's erotic smile he got. <clears throat> he started drooling. I was too caught up in only yeah, finding the game but getting it for free. I reminded myself to be a bit skeptical since this looked like a pretty shady cartridge and there was no guarantees it would work. But then it was free. <laughs> it okay. was free. But then the optimist inside me interjected that maybe it was some kid kind of beta version or pirated version of the game and that or the label just fell off. Was 
Yeah, maybe. And that was all I needed to be back on the cloud nine. I think the man, and the man smiled at me and wished me well, saying goodbye then. At least, that's what it sounded like to me. All the way in the car ride home, I had a nagging doubt that the man had said something else. My fears were confirmed when I booted up the game. To my surprise, it worked just fine. And there was one save file simply named Ben. Goodbye, Ben. He was saying goodbye, Ben. I felt bad for the man, obviously a grandparent, and obviously going senile. And I, for some reason or another, reminded him of his grandson, Ben. Out of curiosity, I looked at the save file, eyeballing it. I could tell that he was pretty far in the game. He had almost all, all the masks and three-fourths remaining of the bosses. I noticed that he had used an owl statue to save his game. He was on day three and by Stone Tower Temple. With hardly an hour left before the moon would crash, I remember thinking that it was a shame that he could come so close to beating the game but never finished it. I made a new file named Link out of tradition and started the game, ready to re- relive my childhood. Mine were always named Goldfarb. <laughs> I was just about to ask you, what did you name yours? My father, whenever we had Nintendo when I was little, mm-hmm. and uh, every time it was a game like Zelda or a game where you had to name a town, my dad was always, name it Goldfarb. Why Goldfarb? I have no idea, but that's what they were, always were. Goldfarb. Oh, okay, Goldfarb. It's dope. Um, now I name them what they're supposed to be. And that was actually a secret in one of the Zelda games. Would you name it Link and it'd be, it would give you something? You get the white sword. Hmm. I believe like your character, like once you beat the game, your character would hold up the white sword. But I think if you put the name Link in, you were automatically doing that. Hmm. That seems like an early on, like Zelda two type of thing. Maybe. I don't know. I have that. I realized the other day I have that game that was like the game with the first Easter egg in it. I don't know what game you're talking about. Adventure for Atari. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have it. I didn't know that. I don't know what game that is. Ready Player One was all revolved around it. Yeah, did, you know when the last time I watched Ready Player One was? <laughs> I also... Like I have, four years ago. Everybody knows the legend of how... Uh, the flop of the E.T. Atari game. Yo, that they all got buried. Well, the thing was, like, I don't remember the numbers exactly, but say, for example, there were 2,500 Ataris that sold in America, and they printed 5,000 E.T. copies. They buried the copies. They found them. Yeah, they did. Like, I have two copies. In, like, 2016, I think it was, 2018 is when they find it. You have two copies? Yeah, I messaged my friend Frank to get the values of all the stuff I had. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have two copies of ET. That's like half of the ones that sold. <laughs> you were the one who bought the only ones that sold. I didn't even buy them. That seems about right. They're not good games. No, I do know that. No. Anyways, I started playing the game again last night, getting the lens of truth. Am I skipping? No. Uh... He just he just named his character. That's where you left off. I think I did skip. I did skip. There you go. Anyways, for such a shady looking game cartridge, I was impressed at how smoothly it ran. Literally just like a retail copy of the game save. Uh, for a few minor hiccups here and there. Like textures being where they shouldn't be. Random flashes and cutscenes at odd intervals, but nothing too bad. However, 
Only thing that was a little unnerving was that the times the NPCs would call me Link, and at other times they would call me Ben. I figured it was just a bug and a fluke in the programming causing our files to get mixed up some sometimes. It did kind of creep me out though. After a while, it was as I lose my spot after a while. And it was around after I had beaten the Woodfall Temple that I regrettably went into the save files and deleted Ben. I had intended to preserve the file just out of respect of the game's original owner. It's not like I needed two files anyways, hoping that that would solve the problem. It did, and it didn't. Now PC NPCs would call me anything, wouldn't call me anything, where my name would be in the dialogue, there was just blank space. My save file name was still called Link, though. Frustrated with the, frustrated and with homework to do, I put the game down for a day. I started playing the game again last night, getting the lens of truth and working my way towards completing the Shadow Temple. Now, some of you more hardcore Majora's Mask players know about the fourth day glitch. For some of those who don't, you can Google it. But the gist of it is that right as the clock is about to hit zero on the final day, you talk to the astronomer and look through the telescope. If you, if you time it right, the countdown disappears and you essentially have another day to finish whatever you were doing. Doing. Oh my god. During. Stuttering all of a sudden. During it. Good. <clears throat> good. Deciding to do the glitch and to try to finish the Shadow Temple, I happened to get it right on the first try, and the timer counter at the bottom disappeared. However, when I pressed B to exit the telescope, instead of being greeted by the astronomer, I found myself in the Majora's in the Majora boss fight room at the end of the game. Trippy box in the arena. I don't know if you remember the Majora's boss room. No. You're in a box that's like multicolored and it's like changing constantly. It's like being on an acid trip in a box. Ah, okay. That's what it looks like. <clears throat> I found myself in the Majora boss fight room at the end of the game, staring at the Skull Kid hovering above me. There was no sound, just him floating in the air. Uh, above me and the background music which was regular for the area but still creepy immediately my palms began to sweat this was definitely not normal skull kid never appeared here i tried moving around the area and no matter where i went skull kid would always be facing me looking at me not saying anything nothing would happen though this kept up for about 60 seconds i thought the game was had a bug or something but i was beginning to doubt that very much I was about to reach for the reset button when text appeared on my screen. You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservations. I instantly recognized that text. You get that message when you get the room key for Anju at the Stockport Inn. But why was it playing here? I refused to enter the I refused to entertain the notion that I was it was almost as if the game was trying to communicate with me. I started navigating the room again, testing to see if there was something sort of trigger that enabled me to interact with something here. Then I realized how stupid I was to even think that something could reprogram the game. That was just absurd. Sure enough, 15 seconds later, another message appeared on the screen. And again, like the first one, it was already a pre-existing phrase. Go to the lair, the temple boss, yes, no. I paused for a second contemplating what I should press and how the game would react when I realized that I couldn't select no 
Taking a deep breath, I pressed yes, and the screen faded to white with the words, Dawn of the New Day. With the subtext, blink, beneath it, where I posted, where I ported to, oh my god, where I was ported to fill, hey, why is the left half of your face sagging? Dude, (laughs) tell me about it. Hey, remember how I said my ex's grandmother had that thing that would like, act like a stroke for like three days then go away and I couldn't remember what it was called yes Bell's palsy what Bell's palsy Bell's palsy I it, it came to me the other day for some weird random reason I don't know and I remember we talked about it so that was just must have been buried in a far filing cabinet mm. that's random I don't know oh, you're why you're having one of your strokes. Dude, so. I am. I this this I don't know why this phrase not phrase, this sentence is fucking me up. Where I was ported to filled me with the most intense sense of dread and impending fear I had ever experienced. Maybe you're tired. No uh only a little bit. The only way I can describe the way I felt here is having this feeling of inexplicably inexplicable depression on the profound scale. I am normally not a depressed person, but the way I felt here was the feeling that I didn't even knew existed. It was such a twisted, powerful presence that seemed to wash over me. What are you playing with? Are you? I am playing with my stuff. <laughs> Mind your own business. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, mind your business. Mind your business. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right away. Sorry about that, sir. Yeah, my yard. <laughs> your yard. <laughs> okay. I appeared in some kind of weird Twilight Zone version of Clock Town. I walked out of the clock tower and only to find that all the inhabitants were gone, usually with the first day. Oh, my God. Are you slowly increasing me? Because it's getting louder in my ears. I am very, very slowly increasing your volume. (laughs) Only in your headset, though. That's a... It's getting weird. (laughs) Usually... That's too loud. You need to turn that I down. can't even hear that. I couldn't even tell it was getting loud. It's getting loud. It's only your headphone volume, so I, I, no, I couldn't tell how high it was getting. It was getting pretty loud. I'm like, why am I not hearing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Usually with the fourth day glitch, you can still find the guards and the dog that run around the tower. You know the uh, funny thing? The that wasn't even halfway. That's crazy. That was getting loud, too. I'm going to do mine. I want to see how loud it gets. This time they were all gone. What replaced them oh, wow. was the oh, ominous. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it gets loud. Yeah, like, it does. Even though it was slow, I got mine up to half, and it was like, "Holy shit, that's loud!" Yeah, even though you were doing it slowly, I could I could hear the change. Like I got to halfway, and I'm like, "That might blow this the speakers in my headphones." <laughs> Damn, why do they have a max on this? Anyways, this time they were all gone. What replaced them was the ominous feeling that. There was something out there in the same area as me that was watching me. I had four hearts to my name and the hero's bow, but at this point, I wasn't even considering... more hearts than the doctor. Oh my god, you're right. At this point, I wasn't even considering for, for my avatar. I felt that I personally was in some kind of danger. Perhaps the most chilling thing was the music. It was a song of healing ripped straight from the game itself but played in reverse the music would get louder build you're turning me down now i was i think you were a little bit lower before i just adjusted it i appreciate it thank you um the music was getting louder building up as if 
I, you should expect something to pop out at you, but nothing ever did, and the constant loop began to wear on my mental state. Every now and then I would hear the faint laughter of the happy mask salesman in the background. Do you, do you remember that guy? Yeah. Fuck that guy. He was weird looking. He was weird looking. The dude is actually unnerving playing that game. <laughs> you know who was really unnerving in Zelda? Who? Fucking Tingle. You th- really? He fucking... He's uh, weird. Don't get me wrong. He just... I mean... He looks like I he... hate to say it, but... He, he looks just, like he sneaks into children. I just felt like children's. he was a pedophile. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I just, I, You literally cut me off halfway saying he looks like he sneaks into children's bedroom. Yes, he does. He does And look he was like so a, fucking annoying. Yeah. He, he thought he was a fairy. Character. Yeah. That's what creeped me out. Was that you thought... He, he, was he was a like a grown-ass man running around dressed like a little fairy, and it's weird. You're in the same outfit as he is. It's just his is skin tight. So he was essentially going blackface on Link. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> what you're saying. He's like, I'm a fairy. I'm going to hide up here if anybody needs me. Like, drawing no, you're not. That's racist, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he is the blackface of... Legend of Zelda. Yes. What the fuck was Link's race? He's a Hylian. That's it. So is the guy. The guy's a Hylian as well. I remember that one game, like, you woke up in the wood village and they were like, yeah, you're Ocarina a fairy. Uh, no, Kokiri. Kokiri, that's it. Yeah, but he's not a Kokiri. He just lived with the Kokiris. Yeah. Because he... He's a Hylian. He is a Hylian living with the Kokiris. He thought he was a Kokiri, but he's not a Kokiri. His gotta, mother died while in the Lost Forest, and the Deku Tree decided to take care of him. I gotta play the new one more. God, I haven't played Tears of the Kingdom at all. I got the... You don't have a Switch, do you? I don't, but I, there is one in the house. I got the coolest fucking thing. You can keep on with your story. I'll go grab it. I'll show you. Okay. I'm not doing much anyway. That's true. Yeah, but you're you're adding commentary in certain. I know, points. but I get nauseous when I listen to you too much. Uh, that's. I feel like I need to shit. Damn, you and every woman I talk to, the shitting part, <laughs> and just, the nauseous part. You talk to them, they just shit randomly. They just shit randomly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, every now and then I would hear the faint laugh of the happy mask salesman in the background. I just. Just quiet enough so that I wasn't sure if I just was hearing things, but just loud enough to keep me determined to find him. I looked in all four zones, the clock town, only to find nothing. No one. Checkers were missing. West clock town had w- had me walking on air. The entire area felt walking broken. Walking on sunshine. But not sunshine. Hopelessly broken. Walking on methane. <laughs> I'm walking on chemical... Chemtrails. <laughs> Whoa, the boulder clap caps are melting. What is, what is that? That is the coolest thing. Okay. So I saw this thing about this thing called a uh, thing. Fuck it. Holy so... shit. Uh, are you stroking out now? <laughs> no, I just do it. It'd be confusing. So I was thinking about a thing. Called... Stop it. I saw a video about a thing Fair. called a flashy bow. <laughs> and it's a keychain. Yeah. And you can get an app and you put the keychain to your phone and it flashes an amiibo, which you can touch to your Switch and use. Oh. And then okay. you can have the keychain. Once you use it, it'll regenerate the serial number so you can reuse it more than once in a day. Right. 
and I bought the pro version. Okay. So if I click this, I can switch through 99 amiibos I load on here. Oh. And then you just touch it to the switch. And this one's rechargeable. Hmm. But that's it. It's got a bunch of Zelda ones on there, actually. Hmm. For, the, for the new Zelda game. What's I, your favorite Legend of Zelda? Oh, shit. I don't know. There's only one I, there's one I didn't beat. Uh, Wind Waker. Really? Yeah. I just kept getting fucking lost. Skyward Sword was the only one I didn't beat. I it was okay. There's a there's some I haven't played either. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, there's most. It was of like the, the four player one. Mm-hmm. Four I never swords. played. Then there was the uh, Minish Cap when you were tiny. Yeah, I never. Most of the that. um handheld ones I have not played, so I've never played uh, a Link Between Worlds. I never played. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of the handhelds. Mm-hmm. There was one I really liked, and it was like. The Super Nintendo one, but later on, they made Super. another game that took place in the same area, and you had like different power. Like you could turn into a shadow on the wall. I think that's a link between worlds. Yeah, that one I liked. That was a handheld one. Was it? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I played that one. Oh, hold on. Because it was identical to the Zelda one, or the Super Nintendo one, the world, but you just had different power. I know what you're talking about. Because you could like turn into a shadow on the wall to walk across gaps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's not... A Link Between Worlds is where you go... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is Link Between Worlds. Because you turn into like the 2D version of yourself, and then you're able to go into portals in between the two worlds. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that was yeah, a handheld. I don't remember. But I did play some handhelds. I couldn't play the four-player one. I didn't know if you could play it on one player, so I never played it. Probably could have. I don't know. I also never played that really bad one. That was on, like, some really obscure system. That one? Uh, Maybe. Do you not recognize the 2D version of Link? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, like a, a chalk drawing. Yeah. There was another one that was like really obscure. Are you talking about the the oh, cartoony fuck. one? And it was on like uh some really weird system like God, I cannot remember CD the yeah, yeah. I or something like that. I know what you're talking about. It was about. like a console that you could only buy like on like um home shopping network and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It and was cuz it wasn't made by Nintendo and I know what game it is. It's a it's supposed to be like one of the worst ones, I believe. It has like cutscenes and everything. They're all animated. And... I think it's called like Adventure of Zelda, where it follows Zelda instead of Link. Yeah, if it's the one I think you're talking I about, I believe you get to it's... play Zelda in the new one, right? Mm-hmm. I, think I haven't you played. Do. I haven't played. Uh, I can I can never even remember the name of the Tears game. of the Kingdom. That's it. Yeah, I have it. I just gotta play it. More. I haven't played it. I gotta pick up the last one too again. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because like I had a switch and then I got rid of the switch and then I got a switch and then I got rid of the switch and now I got a switch. Mm. I got the Zelda version this time. Nice. Anyways, by the way, this is still post one. I know. Okay, we'll have to probably break this up. Oh yeah, it's almost an hour. Already? Yeah. Fifty-two minutes. Holy shit! What the fuck? <laughs> am I gonna do five episodes? Am I gonna? Am I gonna haunted us right now? <laughs> No, I think probably next time we'll be more prepared where, like, we won't be. I didn't realize how long the story was. 
I, I, you said, because when I finally came up with an idea, you were like, hey, you're going to have to do this by yourself. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. I have plenty. Yeah, but that's still going to be like a five-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find where I was because I got distracted and I clicked off and it took me to the top of the screen. Um, a walking on sunshine, that's right. West Clocktown had me walking on air. The entire air felt broken, hopelessly broken. As a as the reverse song like, of healing, yes. Is this one author who wrote this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Did you give his name? Mm-mm. Okay. It comes into play later. Okay. Um, repeating, and, yes. And that's no. The <laughs> it's it's well no. <laughs> Uh, as reverse song of healing repeated for what must have been the 50th time, I just remember standing in the middle of the clock town, realizing that I had never felt so alone in a video game before. As I walked through the ghost town, I didn't know whether it was the combination of the out-of-place textures and the atmosphere and the haunted melody of the once peaceful, smooth, uh, soothing song being butchered and distorted, but I was literally on the verge of tears, and I had no idea why. I hardly ever cry. Something had gripped me here. Hot. It was the old guy that sold him the game. He hears the grins. He hears the grins. He out from under the couch and say, hey. <laughs> had me, had gripped me here. Hey, and this man. powerful sense of depression that was both foreign and crippling. I tried leaving Clocktown, but every time I attempted to, to zone out, the screen would fade to black and I would just zone in to another part of the Clocktown. God. Yes. The story is just getting worse in my head. It, oh yeah. I tried playing on uh, I tried playing my ocarina. I was I wanted to escape but and I did not want to be here. But every time I played the song of time or the song of soaring, it would just say your notes echo far, but nothing happens. By this point, it was obvious the game didn't want me to leave, but I had no idea why it was keeping me here. I didn't want to go inside the building. I felt like I would be too vulnerable there to whatever I was terrified of. I don't know why, but I came but I came up with the idea that maybe if I drowned myself at the laundry pool, I could spawn somewhere else and leave this place. As I zoned in a random t- a random oh, oof. I'm stroking out again. As I zoned in and ran towards the pool, that that's when it hey, happened. You did good for about an hour. Link grabbed his head, and the screen flashed for a brief moment of the happy mask salesman smiling at me. Not Link, me, with the Skull Kid's scream playing in the background. And when the scream returned, I was staring at the Link statue from playing the song of Elegy of Emptiness. Do you know? remember that song? Uh, in the game, when you play the song of Elegy of Emptiness... It creates a statue of the character you play it as. So, like, you play it as the uh, rock guy, the water guy, the Deku, and Link. And the Link statue looks fucking creepy. <laughs> they, what's the, what's the point of it? You just play it and leaves a statue of you? I don't remember. It's for solving puzzles in the oh, for like uh, pressure plates. Yes. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. It looks fucking creepy, and you can post this online. Uh, that's you. That's not what I was looking for. Uh-oh. Link. You're bringing up naughty stuff. No, it just brought me Majora's Mask. Which, 
this is this is the statue of Link when you use the elegy. Oh god, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's bad, right? Yeah. It freaked me out before reading the story. It freaks me out more after reading <laughs> the story. It just looked wrong. It just looks like Link weird. Dead. Dead like just he has no soul anymore. <laughs> That's a statue. Yeah. Um, Link's statue from playing the song Elegy of Emptiness. I screamed as the thing just stared back at me with a haunting facial expression. I turned around and ran out and back into the South Clock town. And to my horror, the fucking statue followed me. And the only way I can compare this is like the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Ever so often at random yeah, intervals, the, the animation. Doctor Who part. What was the first one? I made a reference about the four hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at random intervals, the animation would play of the statue appearing behind me. It would, it was like the thing was chasing me, or I didn't want to fucking say it, haunting me. By this point, I was on the verge of hysteria, but not, not even once did the thought of turning off the console occur to me. I don't know why I was wrapped up in it. The terror felt also real. I tried to shake the statue. <laughs> I tried to shake the statue, but it was literally appearing right behind me every single time. Link started to begin to make weird animations I'd never even seen him do before. He would flail his arms around or spasm randomly, and the screen would cut to the happy salesman. Again, for a brief moment before I was face-to-face with that fucking statue again, I ended up running into the Swordmaster's dojo and ran to the back. I don't know why, but in my panic, I just wanted some kind of assurance that I'm not alone here. To my dismay, I found no one. But as I turned to leave, the statue cornered me in, the, in a cubby in the back. I tried attacking the statue with my sword, but to no avail. Confused and backed into a corner, I just stared at the statue, waiting for it to kill me. Suddenly, the screen flashed again to the happy mask salesman, and Link turned to face my screen, standing upright, mirroring the statue looking at me along with his copy, along with his copy, literally staring at me. Whatever was left on the fourth wall I could was... see the little pixel in his eye moving as I moved. <laughs> yes. Whatever was left on the fourth wall was completely shattered while I ran out of the dojo terrified. Suddenly the game warped me to an underground tunnel. The funny thing is... In the reverse, yep. He's terrified, but he's still running around in the game. In the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just turning it off or fucking running out of the house. Yeah. I was so terrified, I ran out of the room in the game. <laughs> the verse, verse song uh, of healing queued up again as I was given a brief moment to rest before the statue started appearing behind me again, this time aggressively. I could only take a few steps before it would summon behind me again. I hurried, I hurriedly made my way out of the tunnel and appeared in the southern southern clock town as it ran aimlessly in a sheer panic suddenly a re-dead scream and the screen faded to black also fuck those things those are spooky as hell the re-deads I don't remember them either I'll show you in a little bit yeah uh, as the screen fades to black as a dawn of the new day and blank appeared again the screen faded in and I was standing on the top of the clock town the clock tower, with Skull Kid hovering over me, again silent. I looked up, and the moon was back, 
looming just meters above my head, but the Skull Kid just stared at me hauntingly with some, with that fucking mask. <laughs> you know, the Majora's Mask, the, the, the name of the game. A new song was playing, the Stone Tower Temple theme. Fucking, that's spooky. In reversed, in some sort of desperate attempt, I equipped my bow and fired off a shot at the Skull Kid, and it actually hit him. And he played an animation of him reeling back. I fired again in the third arrow. I fired again, and on the third arrow, a text appeared saying, That won't do. You any good hee hee. And I was picked up off the ground, levitated up towards, upwards on my back, and then Link screamed as he burst into flames, instantly killing him. Fun. That little skull kid. Bastard. You know what I think we'll do? If you're okay with it, we'll do one a week of this post. Yeah. And then have you do a story. We can do that. Or we can try and get two in. It depends how long yeah. the next one is, but we're we're close to being done with this one. Okay. I, th- I just, just want to clarify that before we keep going. That's Anyways, fine. I jumped when this happened. I'd never seen this move used uh, by anyone in the game, and the Skull Kid himself didn't have any moves. As the death screen played, my lifeless body still burning, the Skull Kid laughed and the screen faded to black, only to have me reappear in the same place. I decided to charge him. But the same thing happened. Link's body was lifted off the ground by some unknown force and was immediately burst into flames, again killing him. This time during the death screen, the faint sound of the reverse song of healing could be heard. On my third and final try, I noticed that there was no music playing this time, that all there was was an eerie silence. I remember that the original encounter with the Skull Kid, you were supposed to use the ocarina to either travel back in time or summon the giants, I attempt to play the song of time before I could hit the last note. Link's body once again horrifically exploded into flames and died. As death screen neared its end, it began to chug as if the cartridge was trying to process a lot of something. When the screen came to, it was the same screen as the first three times, or f- same scene, the first three times, except this time Link was lying on the ground dead and it couldn't move i couldn't press any buttons all i can do is just stare at links kind of like dead what body you're dead people die when they are killed people can't move when they're dead what <laughs> after around 30 seconds of this the game simply faded fades out with a message you've met with a terrible fate haven't you before kicking you out of the, Dude, the dark screen. soul screen pops up <laughs> you died died perish mort upon getting back to the title screen and hitting start again i noticed my save file was no longer there instead of link it was just replaced with your turn your turn had three hearts zero masks no items i selected your turn and immediately when i did i was returned to the clock tower rooftop scene with link dead and the skull kid hovering over with the skull kid laughing looping again and again i quickly hit the reset button and when the game booted up there was no more save files added below your name. Oh, sorry. I read that wrong. There was one more save file added below your turn entitled Ben. Ben's save file is right back where it was before I deleted it. At the Stone Temple Tower with no, with the moon almost crashing. I turned off the game. 
The end. <laughs> no. Uh, I turned the game off at that point. I'm not superstitious, but this is way too fucked up, even for me. I haven't played it at all today. Hell, I didn't even re- really get any sleep last night. I kept hearing the reverse song of healing music in my head and just remembering the scene of dread I felt exploring the clock town. I drove back to the old man's house today to ask him some I questions. Should. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Is that what an actual song, or is it just the song in the game reversed? Is that what they're implying? The, they're just saying it's the song, which is called the song of healing, yes, and it's, it's reversed players. and reverbed. I should find it and reverse it and put it in. It's, it's already been done. No, just so people can hear it. No, no, no. I'm saying like it. Oh, I can just download it reversed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured you probably could. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who have already done it because of this story. It's it 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 is actually really spooky. I'll play it for you after I get done reading, uh, or actually when we get done with the episode, and you can put it at the end of the uh, the podcast. Yeah. Um. Where was I? I drove back to the old man's house today to ask him some questions with a buddy of mine. No way I was going back there alone, only to find that there was a for sale sign in the front yard. And when I rang the doorbell, no one was home. So now actually, I'm back here. Yes. I'm going to end the episode with that instead of the actual outro. That works. There we go. So now I'm back here writing down the rest of my thoughts and recording what happened. Sorry if some of this has grammatical errors and whatnot. I'm running on no sleep here. I'm terrified of this game even more so now that I relived it a second time writing this all down. But I felt like there's still more to it then meets the eye, and there's something calling to me to investigate this further. I think Ben is something in this equation, but I don't know what, and if I could get a hold of the old man, then I would be able to find some answers. I need another day or so to recuperate before tackling this game again. It's already taking a toll on my sanity. I feel like, but next time I do this, I'm going to record my footage all the way through. The idea to record only came to me towards the end so you see the last few minutes of what I saw which I which is actually something you can find he yeah. he has posted it all online um including the skull kid and the eulogy statue but it's on my youtube here to where he links uh i'm going to s- i'm going to stay in this thread for a little while longer before falling asleep to answer any questions you guys might have or Hopefully listen to your ideas or theories to help me shed some light on into this or maybe things I should try to do. I think I'm going to play Ben's file tomorrow to see what happens. Maybe I was supposed to do that all along. I don't believe in paranormal shit, but this is a little fucked up. But maybe this Ben guy is just a really good hacker slash programmer. Thanks I'd, for reading. Toodles. I don't want to think about the alternatives if he isn't. Yeah. That's how I would say. Toodles. Anyways, toodles. <laughs> uh and then the what he links to his YouTube page is called the Day Four WMV. I always liked when they I did like show you the creepy later. stuff and then they would do like <laughs> anyways, later guys. <laughs> no, like do episodic like uh, was it Stone Hornets, which was for the uh Slenderman stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you ever when you played games like Zelda and having siblings, if you were the first one to play, you would move down to the third slave slot so they couldn't fuck it up on accident. No. I used to do that. No. 
I'd save it a third save slot. Do you know what we just hit the so, buttons quick and fuck up my stuff? So half the time we played Majora's or any of the Legend of Zelda's, it was on a GameCube, and the other half of the time it was on an N64. When we played on the GameCube, we all had our own memory cards. Memory cards, and so we didn't have to worry about it. What do people even remember memory cards anymore? It's weird to me to think about memory cards. It's kind of like a thumb drive, but for consoles. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast had one of the coolest ones. What was Dreamcast's memory um, card? Dreamcast memory card had a little D-pad, and I believe an A and a B, and it had a cap. Mm-hmm. So you plug it in, you save your game, you take it out, you can put the cap on, you could take it with you, and you could play mini games and get items. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. I've yeah. seen these. Yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, they're tiny. Mm-hmm. It's like a little tiny handheld, and you can play like little mini games that earn items for when you went to play again. Yeah, yeah. Really cool idea. You know, I kind of miss that kind of era of consoles where like there was a little more gimmicky type stuff, and it's like, yeah, you don't need this, but it'd be cool to have that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that was like, I believe that was a standard memory card for Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. It was also really cool with the memory cards because like, if you wanted to go to your friend's house and play, you just grab the memory card. If they have the game, or you could bring the game and the memory card. You didn't need like, yeah, a console. I kind of missed that too. Whereas like you could just grab the memory card and bring over your game. Also, um, there was a game, uh, NFL Blitz, mm-hmm. and I believe it was on. Did sixty four have memory cards? And sixty four? No, GameCube did. Uh, both so, did. And 64's, um... It doesn't have memory cards. Yeah, it slid into the controller. Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah. So that's the one I'm thinking of then. Because they were bigger. You could pop out the game, the the memory card and go to an arcade that had NFL Blitz and plug your memory card in. Yeah. Which was pretty fucking cool. There was another game that did that in the arcade. It was, uh... Maybe Initial D? Probably. It was a racing game, but it would print you out a driver's license. I know what you're talking about. And you yeah, could yeah. you could use your driver's license next time you played. Mm-hmm. Again, but they were never. There was never cards in them. The print. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of sucked. Uh, again, I kind of miss those kind of gimmicky days because there were there's a lot of times where like, Sega was like so ahead of their time, and that's what fucked them over. Yeah, I they could make a comeback. First one they... to go to 16, first one to go to 32, first one to go to CD, first one to go to memory card, first one to have a modem built into the system. Yeah. And then, like, the other systems were like, hey, it's a good idea, we're just going to make it better. I remember playing... Um, There was a few games that I used to play a lot on the GameCube and all that, to where, like, you would have save profiles on the on the memory card and then you would go to your friend's house and then you would use so like I don't know if you ever played Fantasy Star Online yes all oh, guy loved uh, Fantasy Star Online too it I was played the shit out of that game yeah yeah so I used to play the shit out of Fantasy Star Online too it was kind of like it reminded me of like the first game that was like Monster Hunter we just kept going to the same areas yeah. yeah and you can save your character to your memory card and take it over to your friend's house and play your character on their save file yeah which and is really cool you had that little bot you could feed yes it your remote, I think it was called. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember mine ever evolving. God, dude, it's been forever since I played it. I don't remember. They re-released it, or a new version of it. They released the um, Fantasy Star Online, the 
online game. No, no, there's like a new Fantasy Star Online. You can get it on like PlayStation and Xbox and stuff. I think PlayStation as well. Are you sure? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, new release. It was a Fantasy Star Online game, but still, you could. It was like new. Fantasy uh, PlayStation Four uh, version was released alongside PSO Two New Genesis on August thirty first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's a New Genesis. Hmm. When did it come out? Twenty twenty two, August. Yeah, so it's not that old. It was kind of hard going back to it because the graphics aren't really super modern, or the controls. No. I would love to play old school Fantasy Star Online. I used to play it on 360, I believe. And we had to go somewhere to babysit someone for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. So I brought it so I can keep playing. I, I really want to play Fantasy Star but Online. I had like, now. you know, bring the whole system. Yeah. Because I didn't have one. But it's tons of fun. I have one of those in the closet, actually. A person? No. Well, that too, but oh. uh, 360. I don't have one anymore. That's one of the ones I didn't get components for. <laughs> I have everything, I think, but the controller. I hmm. might have a controller somewhere. Fair enough. Anyways, that's that's the first post of Ben Drowned. There's still more to come next week. Next week. Next week. Unless Chris dies again, then it'll be yeah. the week after. I had to go to the friggin' I had to use a personal day to go to the doctor to get tested yesterday. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Stop dying. Uh, Easy. It, it. I had that kidney stone issue. Yes. Well, this is going to be a little gross. Okay. Um, when I had the kidney stone and I was in the hospital, I got another fucking bill today, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's so fun. I've got the whole hospital bill, which I've paid, mm-hmm. and then I got a bill from for the CT scan, right? which was in the hospital bill right? that I paid, so I don't see why I would have to pay it twice. That doesn't make sense, yeah. Then I got a bill for a physician fee, <laughs> and then I got a bill today for, for labs. That you've also paid for the bill. Uh, yeah, it should have the... been in the hospital bill. And then there was something in the labs that they didn't even freaking do. It says, like, with scope. What? Like, that's I, weird. I got a CT scan. That's all you guys did and took a urinalysis. What the hell is a scope thing you're trying to charge me for? They stuck Unless it means camera something else. down your urethra. I was awake until I took a nap when I was watching SpongeBob. <laughs> hey, I had... Two shots of ketamine. No, uh, more fentanyl. Oh, yeah. So I had no pain. You felt good, and you just passed the fuck. I out. did. I just threw SpongeBob on the TV in my room, and I went to sleep. <laughs> Seems about right. So the gross part, like if you're in the hospital and they gotta do like a urine check, and you're in the bed. Mm-hmm. Could like for in my case they could have led me to a bathroom, but instead they hand you that little fucking plastic square jug with the angle on it. Yeah. So you can pee in it while you're laying down. Yeah. And like all day I had no symptoms. And then I got the pain in my side around nine. 
and by like fuck it was late it was like 11 11 ish it was just like excruciating pain and then I went to the hospital and I had to pee in that stupid thing but it was like brown mm-hmm. like dark brown pee that sounds like fun like I that, that's weird because it, it was fine all day but now it's been like intermittently like that that's weird. So I, I, I called my doctor. I'm like, I think I might still have a trace of the infection. <laughs> I'm not apparently I had a massive infection as well. I don't know why my body doesn't let me know I have infections. It does. Yeah, brown pee. Yeah. But there was another incident where like uh, a kid came to work with COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, our boss who likes to screw us over constantly. Yes. I was I was sick. So she said you have to go get tested. You have to go to the clinic right down the road from work where I had to pay a hundred dollars mm-hmm. out of pocket. Sure. She could have just sent me to, to our uh our company clinic mm-hmm. where they were doing free tests, but she likes to stick it to you. You know how she is. I do. So she wanted to hit me in the pocket for being sick. And um I went in and they checked me over. You know, temperature, pee in a cup, do all this other stuff. I think they took blood. And then they're like, you have a massive ear infection. What? Does your ear hurt? I'm like, what? No. Like, yeah, you have a a bad ear infection. We're giving you medicine for this. That's so fucking weird. Oh, okay. (laughs) No idea. I used to get them when I was a kid, and they were excruciating. So I'm like, I didn't feel a thing. I didn't even know until they checked me and said I had one. (laughs) I love it. Well, Chris, is there anything you would like to add before we go? Um, no. Okay. I had that goofy story building in my head, but we don't need to share that. (laughs) Of the guy popping off under the couch, it just kept building in my head. Maybe the old man is the new version of the charcoal peddler. Maybe the old man (laughs) has moved on from charcoal to bootleg video games. Yeah. I can't, you know, this economy, really, I can't do charcoal anymore, but I, I can do bootleg video games. Here you go, <laughs> sir. Oh, what do you want for it? It's free. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. All right, well, we're going to go, and we'll be back next week with more of that. Why do you say like, we're going to go? I'm so tired. You sound like you're about to ditch me at the mall or something. So we're just going to go over there. So we're just going to go over there and make out. Anyways, I'll see you later, nerd. <laughs> Peace, nerd. Sound sounds. It sounds like you're about to ditch the third wheel. You're like, oh, we're hey, gonna. You just said you I, you were gonna make me a third wheel. I didn't say that. You did. I did not. I wanted to go to that bar, and you said, hey, so and so can go with us. I made a suggestion. You should make me a third wheel. N- that no. I don't even know so and so, and. You've said they are socially awkward, and I am socially awkward. So, but I'm be... also socially awkward. So, with our powers combined, but you know we make one the other socially team. awkward person. I know both. Yeah, you're true. <laughs> we will communicate through you. That's fine. My entire dinner table group chat is that is just everyone socially awkward, and so we have to use a go between. Which Nate is... and like six people, and they're like. They're all in the same chat room and want to be like, hey, Nate, can you tell this person this? Basically. <laughs> like a big fight happened and you're the go-between. It's not a big fight, though. It's just like, I haven't checked in on them. Like, I just talked to them yesterday. They're doing good. Do you want, do you, you can talk to them. Like, no, you're in I the room. 
I don't want to inconvenience it. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys can't keep So you'll inconvenience this. me to <laughs> inconvenience them. <laughs> How is it inconveniencing anybody if we're all in the same group chat? It's like, guys, we've literally been friends for like 12 years now. Fucking talk to each other. It's okay. <laughs> we're all cool with each other. We I've don't been care in when... situations like that where like, you're like a really, really good friend and then you haven't talked to them in like weeks and you're like, now it's just going to be awkward. <laughs> that's what they are like sometimes and i'm like no i talk to you guys very infrequently and you're like yeah but you like but it's I like if see... someone brings something up and then you wanted to say something and you didn't get around to it and like three weeks later you're like oh that was too fucking late no i do it all the time <laughs> and i the reason i do it is to make sure that they know like hey it's okay if you guys it's the do person this. who revives dead threads <laughs> I do revive dead threads and ah 1942. I'm gonna add to this one now. <laughs> Damn, a problem with C plus plus ten years ago. Still haven't figured it out. Let's figure it out together, great gang. Let's do it. I don't know anything about C plus plus. I'm not doing the outro. So, anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode. We will see you next week, maybe unless Chris makes me a liar again, and then yes. we'll continue the Ben Drown story. I'm getting old. And I'm getting sick. Chris will have it's his story, I'm part sure. Of aging. We'll do your story first, Chris, so that we can get to then the Ben Drown stuff. I think we should just keep going with Ben Drown. You don't want to. You don't want to break it up. You just want to do Ben Drown all. I. I just don't want to haunt it. How us. about we do another week of Ben Drown, then my story, then go back to Ben Drown? No, because mine's short. That, that's why I want you to I do might your be story. Able to do it. If we do your story and then continue to the second post of Bend Around, I just don't want to haunt it us to where it's I would, nothing but I this. I say we do the second part of Bend Around. Yeah. Then the week after, we'll do my story. And if my story is long enough, we'll skip that week for Bend Around and go back to Bend Around. Okay. That way it's not consistent Bend Around. Well, I know that's why I wanted to put your story before mine. Yeah. Well, I was saying do two chapters because it's like, what, five? Five. Yeah. So kind of near the middle then. Yeah. More towards the middle than just one episode, my episode, then four. <laughs> It'll break it up a little bit more. No, no, no. I meant like do your story. And then you'll do two and, as in well. In the same episode. Oh, but I'll I'm, do mine. Yeah, but if we do it on like the third week, if mine's long enough for a full episode. Then we'll do yours. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Mine could be if I read slow and I'm not like all hype. We'll figure it out. My son got to see it yesterday. We'll figure it out. But my medication hasn't kicked in yet, and I talk really fast. I love it. You've seen it. People, listeners have heard it. When my anxiety is acting up, I just talk Because you like, looked over at me once before, and you're like, you're all right. You've talked sometimes so fast. I'm like, I, you said words. I don't know what you just were trying to convey. I can't help it. Yeah. Anyways. I've got ailments. Anyways, if you like this episode and would like to contact us or follow our social media, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter, or X, is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram is arcanumobscura. Why are you get laughing? I love how it still says that online. X, formerly known as Twitter. I mean, they've only been like X for like less than a year? Or has it been a year? You have changed it. I don't care. I don't use it. So no, it but like... When it comes to like marketing stuff, if you already have a brand, you should fucking stick with it. Yeah. All not, right. Not my going. company. All right. Later. Goodbye. Don't hit the outro. You're just going to end it? Uh huh. All right. Later. Bye. G. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>